Sales Tuners, Episode 100, with me, Jim Brown. These norms often serve a useful purpose and create the foundation of correct behaviors, but just hearing some of those words makes me cringe. Accepted, conform, correct. Um, no thank you. This is Sales Tuners with Jim Brown, the only weekly show where we talk about the attitude, action, and ability that gets sales reps and entrepreneurs to grow their revenue from $1 million to more than $10 million in just two years. It's time. It's time. It's Sales Tuners time. I'm Jim Brown, your host, and our weekly inspiration comes from an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I've got a special show for you today as I celebrate my 100th episode. It's sometimes hard to believe this show has been going for nearly two years already, but the journey is one I'll never forget. With more than 100,000 downloads from all six of the continents that have Wi-Fi, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has allowed me into their earbuds. Thank you also to the guests that have shared their stories. The relationships I've built with you and the mutual opportunities we've created have been terrific. To the 78 of you who have taken the time to rate and review this show on iTunes, thank you. You are my hero. Lastly, I want to give a big shout out to the team who works silently in the background making this show each and every single week. Rachel Downey and Mike Fisher, thank you both for all the work you put in and for putting up with me. To mark this milestone, I want to do a big giveaway. I've worked with my team to come up with 14 prizes to give to all the sales tuners out there grinding today. Now, I've got a request for you, but the rewards will be worth it. One of you is going to be sent the top 10 books that have been recommended on this show. Three of you are going to receive a 30-minute coaching call with me to discuss anything that's on your mind. And then 10 of you are going to receive Sales Tuners t-shirts. So, what do you have to do to get in on the action? Here goes. I want you to record a 30-second video telling me what your favorite episode has been thus far and why. Post it to LinkedIn and be sure to include the hashtag SalesTuners100 so that I don't miss it. That's it. Three easy steps. Video, LinkedIn, hashtag SalesTuners100. Boom. Now I'm looking for fun and creativity and I know you all will not let me down. Before we dive in, I do want to say a quick thank you to our sponsors. Costello is pioneering the way companies build and execute sales playbooks. The platform helps sales reps prepare for calls, ask timely questions, tell relevant stories, and sync insights back to their CRM, all while showing managers and reps the gaps in every single deal so they can work them together to move them forward. With Costello, sales leaders can identify what's working on the front line and replicate success across their entire team. Learn more and see a demo at andcostello.com. That's A-N-D-C-O-S-T-E-L-L-O.com. All right. Links and show notes for this one are at salestuners.com slash 100. But now, let's talk about permission. The dictionary defines permission as the action of officially allowing someone to do a particular thing, consent or authorization. It's such an interesting concept. In some respects, asking permission could be seen as a way to get what you need. In other ways, the idea of believing you need to seek permission could actually limit you from getting what you truly want. Ever since I was a kid, I believed in the notion of it being easier to beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission in the event that I was doing something I wasn't allowed to do. 
My younger sister, on the other hand, would always ask before she did anything. And most of the time, she was told no. She would get so mad at me because I would always do whatever it was that I wanted. And like I said, if I got caught, I'd just beg for forgiveness. And the penalty was never really that bad. It certainly didn't outweigh the benefits of whatever it was I chose to do. But how does that idea of permission permeate the rest of our lives? As I look at the course of my career thus far, there are three events that really boil up to the top for me under this notion of permission, and I want to share those with you. More than a decade ago, I vowed never to work for someone else ever again. When I boldly made that proclamation in my mid-20s, I meant it. What I didn't understand was that never is a really long time, and I had no idea what would change in the world or, specifically, my circumstances. In 2010, I met and became friends with the founders of a company called Slingshot SEO. First, Jeremy Derringer, and then Kevin Bailey. I had previously started a competing company, but I quickly learned just how much better they were at running their business than I was mine. I knew I was good at sales, but I also knew I didn't have the team to execute and deliver what it was that I was selling. They introduced me to their VP of sales, Darren Tomey, who started to recruit me to join the team. But I couldn't do that. I was an entrepreneur, remember? Taking a job would be strictly taboo. What would people think of Jim Brown if he took a job? What would they think? Was I a sellout? Would they think I'd given up? Would they ever talk to me again? These were seriously the things I asked myself. At the time, I would have told you it took some major convincing, but now, looking back on it, what really happened is they gave me permission to act in the best interest of myself, both in the moment as well as for building my future. By working for someone else, I could focus just on the skills I needed to improve rather than having the weight and responsibility of the entire company, HR, finance, operations, etc. I could just sell. Taking the job at Slingshot is still one of the best career decisions I've ever made. And honestly, I still miss the team we'd assembled. During that time, I leveled up quite a bit. I found myself in bigger boardrooms, negotiating multiple six-figure and even seven-figure contracts, and I was able to effectively manage longer sales cycles because I was able to think long-term. I learned a lot working under Darren, and today he remains a mentor, but has also become one of my best friends. A couple of years later, I was having dinner with a guy by the name of Kent Zimmerman. Now, it just so happens the dinner was a result of him paying for Kentucky winning the 2012 National Championship, but we can set that to the side. Go Big Blue. As Kent and I broke bread and shared a few cocktails, I told him about all the success I'd been having at Slingshot and how fortunate I was to have the opportunity for such growth, both personally and professionally. During the conversation, we got on the topic of compensation. I told him what I was making in base salary as well as commission, and he'd said to me, Jim, you know, I've bought many products and services over my career. Some of these guys slinging software are making base salaries well into the six figures. Shut the front door. Are you serious? I remember asking myself, that would be more than double the amount of base salary I was making at the time. You see, people like me, those who come from where I come from, we don't make that kind of money. But in the moment, unbeknownst to him, Kent gave me permission. He exposed me to the idea that it was possible and that I could seek out that kind of opportunity. Within six months of our conversation, I did exactly that. Now, I'm not telling you this to brag. My hope is that as you listen, you'll hear me giving you permission to do the same. So why do I call these people out by name? 
Well, they are the ones that granted me permission. Pointing them out allows me to acknowledge the specific turning point and remember how I got there. While there are so many other cases I could think about, the last one I'll tell you involves me giving myself permission. And yes, I understand how crazy that could sound. If you've listened to this show over the last few months, you've probably heard that I'm currently on a year-long journey around the globe with my family. While I'm working on this trip, a lot, and I do mean a lot of people have asked me what I will do when I get back to the States. The reality is, I don't know. But I can't just tell people that, right? I've always been a planner. I've always had goals. I was always working towards something. How could I not know exactly what I was going to do when I get back? But it's true. For the first time in my life, I have no idea what's next. It's scary to say that out loud. Hell, it's scary to hear it bounce around in my head. I could easily go back to the norms of life and all the things I've grown accustomed to, but I'm meeting so many new people, hearing so many new ideas, and exploring so many new places. If I don't leave open that option to at least investigate any or all of these opportunities, then what was the point in this trip to begin with? It's only been in the last two months that I've given myself permission to not know what I'm going to do. And my goodness, has that been freeing. I'd suspect you've heard or maybe even discussed the idea of societal norms, but have you ever stopped to think about what that actually means? The definition will closely align with the concept of accepted behavior that an individual is expected to conform to in a particular group, community, or culture. These norms often serve a useful purpose and create the foundation of correct behaviors, but just hearing some of those words makes me cringe. Accepted, conform, correct. Um, no thank you. Since 1920, the use of the word permission has more than doubled. Why is that? It seems like more and more, most of us are trying our damnedest to fit in instead of truly standing out. These days, I have a mantra, which is, I refuse to be normal. Look, I get the place for norms, but what a boring life that is just to do what is expected of you by your friends, family, teachers, or coworkers. Here's the thing. If you're in a job you hate, leave. If you've been looking to pick up a new hobby, schedule the first event right now. If you've been toying with the idea of starting your own business, do it. If you're a woman and have been hesitant to take a leadership role because you don't think you're ready for it, guess what? You're ready. If you've wanted to build a blog or podcast or Instagram feed to share one of your passions, but don't think you have the right voice, look, there's no one else I'd rather hear it from than you. If you have toxic relationships that are holding you back, it's okay to stop replying to those text messages. If you've been wanting to see what other cultures are like around the world, buy a plane ticket today. Maybe there's someone in your life who encourages you to do the things that make you happy, but maybe there isn't. I assure you, the only permission that truly liberates you is the one you give yourself. It comes from within. So while you don't need to hear it from me, if you're sitting there looking for someone else to give you permission, here you go. You have my permission. Go be great. And while you're at it, I'd love to hear what you're going to do with your newfound permission. If this conversation springs you to action, will you leave me a comment at salesstooners.com slash permission telling me what you're up to? That's it. I hope you enjoyed the format of today's show. As we move now beyond our first 100 episodes, I'm going to be making some more tweaks to the show. I will still be doing the interviews, but I'm also going to add in more solo shows, more Ask JB shows, and some other random ideas that keep springing to mind. But to keep it up, 
I want to hear your thoughts. Please tweet at me at sales tuners or shoot me an email, jim at salestuners.com. I reply to every message that I get. All right. I hope to see you next week for episode 101. Until then, I'm Jim Brown. Let's make it rain. Thank you for listening to Sales Tuners. Stay up to date at www.salestuners.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. And they stay there. And they stay there.